What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. I'm glad to have you here. Please have a seat. Get comfortable. You can email your fire hot takes to nomongopodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Okay, so a quick personal update. So if you're already following me on Instagram, you probably already saw my post about, you know, the show's new time slot slash change. And if not, you're now just hearing it on the new day. So the new time is is going to be tweaked as I go. I'm just going to leave it at that. But for now, it's going to be I'm going to commit to Wednesdays. Okay, Wednesdays, whether that's, you know, 10 in the morning or 1159 p.m. Wednesday night. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to leave it at. So reason is, is I started a new job this week. In addition to that, you know, taking my son to soccer practice and games, which happens to be four, sometimes five days a week. That takes up a huge chunk of my time. Okay. But on that note, I'm very well aware of the wonderful time I was able to spend with my family this past, what, year and a half. You know, sure, you know, COVID you know, basically eliminated my previous gig. If you listened way back when in March, right? March 13th, 2020. And of course, being in the house with my two kids and wife was never easy this past year and a half. But I'm going to look back on this past year and remember how amazing it was and how I got to spend so much time with my kids. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not saying anything bad about the past year and a half. It was amazing. A lot of things negatively happened but I choose I chose not to look at them that way it all happened like kind of for a reason you know I, I and that's time that I will never like never ever ever get the opportunity to do again and I keep telling myself that at least not on on this ma- or on that magnitude now it's in the past well at least I hope right with all these damn like variants going around who knows but I will stay positive so yeah this past year allowed me like way more time and freedom to consume as much skateboarding content as I possibly wanted. It was great. However, never again will I be able to watch so many videos on the daily, on demand, whenever I just kind of felt like it. I guess maybe when I retire. And maybe when, you know, Instagram's no longer around, which, you know, crossing fingers on some days, right? See, that's it. I think Instagram is a blessing and a curse. You know, and I have been spending less and less time on there as of late and not allowing my, you know, dopamine to get used via its consumption. You know, I'm really trying to protect my dopamine. It really, you know, I know I mentioned this before, but however, for the most part, the damage is already done. Now, I'm about to get real for a minute here, okay? Because I seem to have a problem that I'm noticing way more than I want to. So give me a second to to gather my thoughts okay deep breath okay here we go i have trouble watching videos without knowing how much time is left that's that's what i'm i'm dealing with here and i've noticed that it's it's carried over into movies and tvs i mean tv shows which I barely like watch these days anyways, you know, not by choice. It just happens to be that way. But I can't watch a damn skate video on YouTube or whatever without having that little arrow hovered over, you know, the little cursor or whatever, hovering over the pause button 
which in turn means I can see and be aware of how much time is left in the video. Almost as if I'm trying to just like get it out of the way. And I hate that. I hate that I'm, I'm in this mode right now. And that's not the case at all, by the way. That's not it. I love skateboarding and always will. I will never not watch skate videos. You know, and it's and it's weird to vocalize that. I will never not watch skate videos, at least daily or weekly, for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to be like 70, 80, 90, watching skate videos. That's never going to end for me. And it's cool to say that, right? It's so cool to say that. I've, I mean, hopefully I'll be able to skate, maybe do some slappies, maybe some nose slides. Hopefully by then, if I decide to relearn tricks or learn new tricks, maybe get some crooked grinds by then. <laughs> but I'm always going to consume skate videos. But just the fact that I need to know how much time is left, even in a short, like, 10-minute video, is alarming. So I'm trying to kind of cut it now, nip it in the bud right now. While I'm still young. Am I the only one who does this? That's why I wanted to point it out. I mean, I know it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I, that's, I notice that. Like, all of a sudden, I'm staring at the clock and not the skate video. And I swear I could totally be digging the video, loving everything about it, the music, the names of the skaters on the screen, you know, when applicable, right? That You know me. I love that. Sign me up. The camera angles. Like, all of it. Just loving it. Even if there's a manga push in there. I'm loving it. Yet, in my brain, I'll be like, this is amazing. How much time is left? Much like everyone listening, our you know to-do list never ends, right? And I know that. But And I'm talking to my brain here, okay? My, my gray matter, specifically. Don't rush me. Don't you dare rush me ever again. Let me enjoy the damn video. That way I can carry on with my life, with the podcast. Stop rushing me, okay? I'm getting serious. I'm going to have to pre-record this and listen to it at night with, via meditation. But social media like totally jacked up my attention span. Totally. And it, I know a lot of us know are aware of that too. We all know this. But I'm just calling it out because I want to change it. So done. That's great. How much time is left? But I'll, I'll let you know how it goes with my viewing dilemma. I'm losing hope. Actually, no, I'm not going to lose hope. I'm going to stay positive on this one, too. Maybe I'll just have to put, like, a, a piece of painter's tape over the, the spot on the lower left corner where the YouTube, you know, time clock is. That might help. I don't know. I'll let you know. Let me know if you have this problem and how you are handling it, though. Should I just hide the remote or have, like, my devices just out of reach when viewing? But then again, I could ask, I don't want to say it, but S-I-R-I -I to help as well. Say how much, hey, blank, how much time is left in this video? Like, I could see myself doing that, too. Uh, anyway, anyway, moving on. Super thirsty today, ultra thirsty, mega dehydrated, whatever you want to call it. So speaking of videos, I was very excited to see another episode of Booyah! 
drop a couple days ago. That's right. Episode three of Intruders was released, and this time around was Cody Lockwood. He allowed us into his humble abode. And I, I, it only took 43 seconds to get to my first pause rewind moment. It was right when Sam was sitting on Cody's front porch. Look at that epic car seat bench. That is freaking awesome. And I was thinking, like, why didn't I think of something like that before? I just might go outside right now and rip the back seat out of the minivan and, you know, piss off the wife, put it on the front porch. <laughs> that is awesome. I and mean, it's perfect for chilling. And I bet I, you could take, like, a nap on there. I bet it's super comfortable. You have friends over, chilling, just have a, you know, cold adult beverage out there. And it's safe, too, if you incorporate the seatbelts. You know, click it out there, click it, and not get a ticket because you're on the front porch. But, you know, I'm just like, genius, man, genius. Then they went on to talk about his board wall, which I'm surprised Sam didn't mention anything about. You know, he hates board walls, right? But Cody first pointed out a picture that was uh, that was painted by Phoenix OG pool skater by the name of Jimmy Moore, which I had no idea who this was. But I was writing notes. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I was I did some research, and I wasn't able to find any skate footage of the dude. But I did stumble upon an interview he did with a, a Lar Vomit, the YouTube channel they have. And I'll include the link in the info below. So you check it. I haven't checked it out yet, but I just saw it right before I jumped on the mic here. So after I record this, I'm going to go check that out so we can all kind of enjoy that together. But it will be cool to find out more info about the dude because, I mean, obviously, as Sam mentions him, he's a legit dude. I take his word for it. And I also looked up to Skate Rock Volume 13, the one that Sam mentioned as well. Right now on eBay, brand new, though, it's going for 100 bucks. So I'm like, okay, cool, just to find out you know, what this uh, grind line the band sounded like. I mean, I didn't check YouTube, actually. Maybe there's some live footage on there. I don't know. But I just want to at least mention that. So Skate Rock Volume 13 is on there, about 100 bucks. There weren't too many copies that were for sale. I at least wanted to mention that in case you're interested as well. I had to do the research. I'm okay. Seriously, Sam says it. I'm writing it down. I'm going to look it up. But it was cool to hear Cody and Sam talk it up about all his boards he had displayed. You know, Sam knew a bunch of info about most of them as well. But I did notice... They just happened to skip over the Chase Webb board hanging on the wall. Hmm. I wonder what happened there. I mean, they literally went from each one right to left, top to bottom, but nothing mentioned there. <laughs> like, not even a, 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 a nod. A, it just, not even crickets. It was just, whoop, edit. So I wonder if that was a Cody decision or a decision made in the editing room. So I don't know. Who knows? I just wanted to point that out. I love how Sam put on his teacher hat, though, about four minutes in for that Lifeblood deck. He straight up asked who the artist was and to provide a two-paragraph story about that graphic. I bet he grades on a curve, so you might you might be okay if you do submit you know, Sam's homework assignment. But did you send in your assignment yet, if you've seen this video? Because I didn't. And if you did, let me know. In fact, if you... Haven't not or haven't CC me when you send it to Sam or forward me that email with that info and I'll I'll just tell him to give you an A or like a pass credit, you know, and also give you a shout out on this show. So you do the homework, you get that, but you know, win win, right? Sam hits. Giving homework assignments. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, at least not by, you know, only being like three episodes in, so well done, Professor Hits. 
but go easy on them, man. Come on. But speaking of homework assignments, can someone tuning in to this right now, it doesn't have to be right away though, fill me in on the controversial graphics that Sam advised us to look at, uh, look up, I should say, regarding Gross's board that they mentioned about six minutes and 28 seconds in. I cannot remember for the life of me what was the drama behind that. What was it? I was drawing blanks. So I blame it on the fact that I've been working three days this week and my brain's not there. But I, I, I could not remember. I couldn't even, like, when I went to Google, I'm like, uh, Grosso Deck, Grosso Graphics, Controversial. Nothing. What am I missing? Please help me out. Point me in the right direction. You know, I'm at a loss. And I appreciate it in advance. And I will give you an A+, plus if you can find some info on it for me. That'd be awesome. And notice how the mood shifted when they got to Lance Mountain's uh, artifact. You know, Sam didn't even hide the fact that he was, quote, I'm stealing that, guaranteed. Watch out, dude. And I was like, oh, that's going to be missing. Yeah, if they do a follow-up, there's only going to be two artifacts up on that wall, you know. But I'm surprised Cody didn't chime in and say, you have to get past my ring alarm, though, man. I mean, because he seems kind of like a ring alarm kind of guy, you know. But either way, Sam, good luck on getting that, man. You know, keep us in in a loop. (laughs) But that was hilarious, though, you know. And that's the one great thing about Sam. He's always upfront and honest when you have to either fight him or he's going to steal something from you. I've said it before and said it again. That's a true gentleman right there, you know. He's like, look, I'm going to steal this from you. That way you don't feel bad when it happens, you know. Look, I'm going to fight you. You don't feel bad when it happens. But things did, they started to get, like a little deep for a quick moment. Right when he was talking about uh, Kurt Hayashima. I hope I said that right. Hayashima. Yeah, I believe so. His board on the wall. And all I have to say is I loved every single word Cody said about him. And it started about 9 minutes, 12 seconds in. And I started to get emotional about 9.23. Just look at that smile. I paused it. I'm like, damn. Like, seriously. So well said, Cody. Like, everything he said, the way he said it. The, the placement of that board and how it, it greets him every day, you know, in, in addition to that controversial Grasso board. So you got that the balance. But it was such a great moment. So I had to point that out. In fact, I will always, always, always remember the time when intruders made me get all emotional and hold back tears. <laughs> what the hell is up with that? When was the last time you heard me say episode two and one made me get emotional? Normally I'm just cracking up. But Cody had such wonderful things to say about him, such genuine words that, eh, it just caught me off guard. Not going to lie. Cody does have a way with words, though. And don't think I didn't notice his very subtle, like, come ride for creature sales pitch starting at 10 minutes, 45 seconds in. Watch it again if you've seen it. And just have your, like, receiving a sales pitch hat on, okay? I was almost waiting for him to ask Sam to... You know, can you write down 10 names who you think might be interested in writing or designing for a creature? Can you write them down here, please? Maybe five? That's what we need. Like a skateboard MLM or a creature MLM, you know? Cody was selling us hardcore, though. Like, I almost wanted to sign up for the team. Like, yeah, what are we going to do with this guy? You know, he's 46, barely skates, you know, what, once or twice a week. Yeah, okay. But, hey, you can can choose your own artist for your, your graphics if we, should we turn you pro? You know, but that's cool, though. That's cool that they allow them to choose their own artist. I love how passionate he was about it. So 
he was so passionate about that that Sam kind of caught wind and caught he started riding that wave too, and kind of but then in the end he kind of snapped back into reality. He's like, "That was a full on ad. Pay me." Sam is like, "We you almost had to shake." Sam's like, "Sam, Sam, Sam, stop, stop. What are you doing, buddy? Are you okay?" He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. how long? How long was I out?" <laughs> Dude, you did a whole entire sales pitch, man, and you didn't even mention any measurements and boards, so. But I see both of you guys working. I see it. I just had to point it out. You can't get it past me. Can't get it past me, damn it. But maybe we can do like a No Mongo creature collab one day. I'll let you guys choose the artist. You know? Uh, yeah. No? Maybe? I don't know. Let's figure out throw it out there. Let me do the measuring. And now I've said it before, and I'll say it hopefully one last time. Just one last time. Okay? Especially after seeing Sam bust some moves around 17 minutes and 5 seconds. Sam, take down your shades for a second, please. I'm asking you nicely. Notice how I said please? No, I don't want to fight you. I do have to remind you to seriously save some talent for the rest of us. Okay? It's all I'm asking. You are killing me, man. Killing me. What can't you do? This is getting a little out of hand. I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, if there's one thing I do have to disagree with from this episode, is Sam's take that the Cars self-titled album from 1978 is, quote, one of the best albums known to man. Hmm. I don't know, man. Sam, I, I agree it's a pretty solid album, but best known to man? Rolling up sleeves here. Um, I just might have to fight you in an alley. Off camera. Off camera. I just might have to do it, man. Maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. You know, a pillow fight. Actually, now that I've looked at the track list, it is a damn good album. Like, really good. I, I will give you that. But Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction is one of the best albums ever. Every track. Hands down. I'm doing hands down. Yeah, that's one I'd be willing to pillow fight someone over for. That that album right there. Just saying this. It's so easy. Night Train. My Michelle. Think About You. Anything Goes. Out to Get Me. And notice I didn't even like list like the really big hits from that album. Because they don't they're not needed. That album is so good. Top to bottom, front to back, one of the best albums ever. Better than that Cars album. Self-titled. I could go on and on and on. If you want, Sam. And I'm shrugging right now. Because many of you know, I'm right. I don't know. Just going to leave it at that. But all in all, I love this episode of Intruders. I love them all. I did mention what, gosh, it seems like every week I'm talking about. But I did mention, I don't want to get sick of them. You know, I don't want to have them happen every month. Or I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to have them happen every week. Maybe once a month is good. Every six weeks. I just, you know, that's the thing. If you get a little bit too much of something, you kind of get bored with it. But I can't wait. Can't wait. Hopefully it's the next one, maybe or maybe the one next month, or whenever they release the one after the next. The Vertical Vampires one. That's going to be amazing. Can't wait. I'm probably going to be like, my stomach hurts. So I have to call into work for the first time this year. It's going to be that damn good. Oh, and one last thing I do got to mention on the this episode three here. I loved how, like, 
his kind of like closing words on using I'm talking about Cody now on using recycled skateboard material for his like his side project and he said quote produce my own energy in the decks allowing them to live on and give boards an even longer lifespan so it's just the ongoing cycle you know recycling the goods and just like he said that that energy that the energy that he used to skate with those it's going to get repurposed and send off to someone else to maybe absorb that. So that's, that's really cool the way he worded that. So cool. And great for the earth, too. So much respect, Cody. That was awesome. Much respect. Hopefully you've already watched this episode. But if you haven't and what I've said today motivates you to go check it out, I think you know by now you will not be disappointed. And there's only three episodes. They're normally about, what, 20 minutes long? They usually have another video that kind of gives another behind the scenes so you can see more info on what they talked about and they show you more in depth. It's very cool. One of the greatest series I've watched in a long, long time. I just need to stop looking at the damn clock when I watch them. You know what I mean? All right. So that's all I've got for this week. Tune in next Wednesday and hear me chat with fellow skateboard podcaster and now two-time published author whose name rhymes with Bile Michi. Just going to leave that little teaser right there for you. I'll see you then. Have a good one. Peace.